Hi, my name is Carmen, and I am an early childhood special education teacher, a life and ADHD coach, and I'm the host of this podcast, Authentically ADHD. I created this podcast to help anyone wondering if they have ADHD, people who have been diagnosed for a while and want some more support and community. I'm here to bring you the latest research on ADHD and neurodiversities while we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of ADHD. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome back to the podcast. I so appreciate that you press play on my episodes inauthentically ADHD. I know you have so many choices to choose from for podcasts to listen to. So I'm super happy that you press play on this episode today, especially because of the importance of the content. But real quick, I just wanted to remind you that if you do enjoy this podcast, scroll up to the top of your podcast player and make sure that you're following because I release a new episode pretty much every week. If I don't, there's usually a good reason and I usually explain why. All right, so how are you? Are you doing okay? I'm not sure what your weather looks like because I have listeners all over the literal world, which is so fun, but the weather here, not so fun. It hasn't been above zero as I'm writing this for three to four days. This was a couple days ago when I wrote this. It's been above zero for uh, maybe a couple days, but only into the teens and 20s. You know, time blindness. I'm not sure if it was three days or four days, but either way, I felt so out of it. I was out of my routine. I was out of my regular habits and because we had to do e-learning. Now, we did e-learning um, last Friday, so not yesterday, but last Friday. And then we had Monday off for MLK Day. And then Tuesday, we had another e-learning day. So I was super off my routine. Pair that with not really being able to go outside. And my symptoms were pretty bad for a few days. And I had to be super self-aware and manage it. Not feel like a failure because failure is something that we do, not who we are. And that's our topic today, the importance of learning how to fail when you have ADHD. So actually, did you know that the phrase, I am a failure is a thought? It's not a fact. I know you're yelling at me right now, or you're maybe just, you know, in your head saying, but you have no idea. I fail all the time. You have no idea, Carmen, the mistakes that I've made are ridiculous. And maybe you have some mistakes. Maybe you do fail. But does the failure you're talking about hurt people? Does it result in death? What happens when you fail? If you came up with reasons, they can all be related back to emotions. That's what we're all afraid of, is the way we will feel. Vulnerability feels terrible, and it's a big emotion. (laughs) 
especially for ADHDers, because we have rejection sensitivity, growing up being told that we weren't good at certain things or that we were not trying hard enough. And that's why we got that failing grade. So we internalize that and we call ourselves a failure. The truth is you get to decide what failure means. You can make it mean that you're terrible at life and that you'll never be good and that you'll never get anything right. Or we can look at it as a mistake on the way to success. Those are all thoughts that you could create around failure because failure is something we do. It's not who we are. Whatever you make failure mean will end up in your results. Here's the thing. There is no success without failure. We have to try, fail, try, fail, adjust, try, even to get to the thing that we want. We also add to this <laughs> with the shame that we feel when we fail because we are convinced that others' perspective of us is now tainted. They know I'm a failure now, we think. But again, we have no proof about that. We don't know what others think. We have no idea. You're making it up in your own head. It's your perception, not theirs. What happens when we fail? It's a situation. <clears throat> a failure is a thought. So here's an example situation. I was late for work. Thought, I'm such a failure. How could I do this again? Emotion, shame. Usually followed up with rumination actions. You act behind, rushed, and in chaos all day because you beat yourself up that you were late. Maybe you woke up late. Maybe you left late. And then you act in chaos all day and your result is you still feel shame and chaos and you are still late. I hope that this example showed you what the results are of like what happens when we just believe that we are a failure and that it's awful. Here is an example of how you can kind of turn that thought or situation thoughts about the situation into a more productive fuel because situations trigger thoughts which trigger emotions which drive our actions which create our results so if the situation is i was late the thought could be this is fine i can be late no one died i don't have to rush around my productivity does not equal my worth the emotion that for me comes from that is capable and the action that comes from that is that I give myself grace I care for me and I create a safe space for me I still get everything done and my results are I'm productive and not beating myself up while being productive so we're taking out that punching of yourself no that beating up of yourself when you make a mistake or quote-unquote fail now changing these thoughts is not a process that happens overnight if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time it takes some awareness some practice and some acceptance 
I also want to touch on another concept, and this concept is the difference between clean pain and dirty pain. When I learned that there are different types of pain, it was so much easier for me to shift my thoughts about failure. Failure is not avoidable. It's, it's just not. And I'm not going to tell you that you have to feel good when you fail. It's too much cognitive flexibility for our ADHD brains. And actually, it's just absolutely ridiculous to be like, oh, I failed. Yay. <laughs> it's so fun. So it takes time and it takes practice and learning about our brains to get some self-awareness. So what is clean pain and what is dirty pain? What is the difference? Clean pain is going through something that causes you the reaction, that initial reaction of, ah, that hurt. It's the initial gut punch pain that comes from, example, someone insulting you. Dirty pain is actually going around the pain, which causes more suffering in the long run. And dirty pain is 100% self-inflicted. Dirty pain is the shame, the beating yourself up, the berating yourself, the ruminating, or all the negative thoughts about it, making yourself small, feeling the shame day after day or year after year. Here's the thing that I really, really want you to understand about the dirty pain. All of it is 100% self-inflicted. And this makes sense. Someone insults you, you're going to feel an, an initial like gut punch. You're going to feel hurt. That's normal. We want to feel that. But when you bring those thoughts back up, beat yourself up with them, you ruminate, you bring shame by shaming yourself, shaming anything that's going on in your life. It's 100% self-inflicted and it lasts a lot longer than clean pain. For me, learning that I was actually the cause of my lasting pain after every time that I made a mistake or failed, it was a little easier to catch myself and work on changing my definition of failure and what I make it mean about me or my life. If we make failure mean, dang, that didn't work, that sucks, okay, how can I do it differently? Versus we fail and we feel like we are a bad person because of it. It's the difference between guilt and shame. When you feel guilt after something you did that's outside of your values, for example, maybe you lied to somebody, feeling guilt is something we actually want because you went against your truest beliefs, your values. When you take that guilt and bring it up and make it mean that you're a bad person because you did something that essentially all people do is make mistakes. You're creating that failure into shame. You're doing that. You create harsh thoughts, rumination, and shame spirals that usually create some kind of depressive episode. Sometimes they can just keep showing up and make us small. And it just, shame does not drive positive change. It can't. Shame cannot drive positive change. Guilt can because guilt means I am a good person who made a bad choice. Shame is I'm a bad person because I made a bad choice. And that's unrealistic. That's mean. 
This awareness is the first part needed when we are learning how to fail because the truth is failing is necessary if you want to be successful. It is. It just is. If it wasn't, we'd all have what we want right now. We'd all have achieved all of our goals because we would know the outcome of every decision before we make the decision. Unfortunately, we are humans, so we don't get to know the outcome of our decisions. It's just not a thing. Here is what we do have power over. What we make failure mean. How and what we think about ourselves when we fail. And how we treat ourselves when we fail. This is important because all humans make mistakes. Are you human? Then you're going to make a mistake. Are you human? You're going to fail. When we learn to walk, we fall, right? Failure is essentially an omitting an action from a desired result, right? So when, we're, when you're learning to walk, you fall down. We omitted an action and we fall. Would you ever shame a baby for falling while learning how to walk? No. I mean, if you would, I, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but seriously think about it. When a little girl is doing her second grade math homework and she omits an action and gets an answer wrong, are we going to shame her for it? No. So why are we so shameful to ourselves when we omit an action and fail? Well, we are trying our best. Every Most humans are trying their best. And being shameful to yourself is just adding more onto your plate. ADHD brains sometimes think that we need to keep these failures front and center so we don't forget about them, so we don't do it again. Our brains do this because they are wired to protect, so they keep us small and quiet, so we never have to feel pain. But here's the thing, if you keep those mistakes front and center, you will repeat them. Because what we focus on, we get more of. Again, this is so unrealistic. Feeling pain and all the emotions are part of living as a human. The saying, fail forward, is a saying for a reason. The more comfortable you can get with failing is the way you can get yourself to get back up and try again. To put yourself out there and to reach your goals in life. Now, I don't want to sound like once you reach, you know, these goals or once you fail, you're going to feel great because when we do get to these successes, when we do reach our goals, it's going to be hard too. Why? Because our brains have associated failure with comfort and success with discomfort. Success brings the unknown. It brings vulnerability and it requires an awareness so we don't self-sabotage. What I'm showing you here is either way, you're not going to have positive emotions all the time. Happiness is not a destination. Another part of being human. Feeling the good, the bad, and the ugly in order to create the life you want. See, we are trained to feel more comfortable when we fail because we know how to do that. Success is new and unfamiliar and usually we end up in uncharted territory. 
the brain does not like the unfamiliar, so it tries to push us back into failure. This is why it's so important to know how to fail. Learning how to fail involves three things. Knowing that failure is just a thought, deciding what failure means about you, that means you deciding what failure means about you when you fail, and be aware of success intolerance and self-sabotage when you do reach success. This is really hard for neurodivergent brains because we grew up being scolded, being told that we weren't good enough, being told to try harder, being told to be quiet, we are too much, not enough. All of these different things. Our brains are wired to think that we are a failure, but that's not something who we are. It's something you do. If that's the biggest thing you take away from this episode, I would be happy, is that failure is not who you are. You cannot describe yourself with the word of I'm a failure. It's something we do. Thinking I'm a failure is a thought that's not true, and you can decide to throw it in the trash. So I hope that you throw that thought of I'm a failure in the trash today. And I really hope that you gain some nuggets from this episode about why it's so important for ADHDers to learn how to fail in order for us to be successful, to create the life that we want. That's all I have for now, friends. Stay authentic and we will talk soon. Speaking of extra supports, I just wanted to tell you all that I've updated my Patreon page to include all of the resources that I've really ever made to be held in one place. Just head to my show notes. Um, The VIP members do get a little extra, um, but you can also purchase like my brand new ultimate ADHD journal and planner, which I've been using for the past year that has worked. Um, nothing is priced over $10 and everything is at least 50 to hundred pages that you can download and print. You can get it binded and sent to you, or you can just read it off your screen and use notebook paper. So if you want or need any type of that kind of extra support, just head to my show notes and click the Patreon link to join. I hope to see you in there. Hey ADHD, are you looking for more support with your brain? Do you crave community with people who understand you? You should really check out Focused, the group coaching program I am a part of that is for adults with ADHD. It's made and run by none other than Kristen Carter of the I Have ADHD podcast. I've grown so much by being in this program, using the tools, and being in the community for over a year now. If you use the link in my show notes, we both save money on this or next month's um, cost, so I think it's worth it. Go check it out at IHaveADHD.com slash focused.